Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to The Shit Show. Welcome to the world of the media. Kia ora, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to another episode. In case you didn't realise it, you're listening to The Shit Show. We've got Ruby and Lucy here, as usual. We never introduce ourselves. Yeah, I know. We're like, well, we assume you know who we are. Yeah, well, this one talking right now is Lucy. And I'm Ruby. So today we're talking about something really fucking interesting, actually. Yeah, so today we are talking about OnlyFans and... Particularly Bella Thorne's involvement in this platform. This has turned into a bit of a scandal. Yeah, and it also made me think so much more about celebrities and how they exploit often people that work really hard to Mm. make platforms what they are, like the sex workers in this case. Absolutely, and it's had to address a lot of, like, the feelings of illegitimacy when it comes to sex work. Exactly. As as a profession. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start off, I'm going to give you a bit of a history of OnlyFans, why it operates, how it operates, and who started it, etc, etc. And then I'll get into the part that Bella Thorne played. Which is scandalous. (laughs) And then it'll probably, you know, go into a bit of a rant between me and Ruby about whether celebrities actually should have a place on OnlyFans or not. Mm. So stay tuned. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Okay, so I'm going to start off with a bit of a history lesson in OnlyFans. So it's going to be quite a short one because OnlyFans launched in 2016. So a very new platform. Yeah, a very new platform. It's basically an Instagram for fans of things, hence the name OnlyFans. So people who want a more in-depth look at someone's life and are willing to go the extra mile to pay for it. So it's a subscription service. If you are a creator on OnlyFans, you can sell pretty much anything, and that's how they market it. So it was created to give more access into someone's life who you're a fan of and get exclusive content from them. So you could be a chef and be giving out recipes. You could be big in the ASMR world. You could be an influencer that people just are really interested in your life, but By far the most popular content sold on there, as we probably all know, are nudes or other not safe for work images or messages, content like that. It's really funny to hear you say not safe for work. I knew you were going to bring that up. But I'm so used to just reading it. NSFW. Yeah, but that's actually really interesting. I had no idea that it served any other purpose other than NSFW videos and photos. And it's really important to note, though, that the founder, Tim Stockley, he has had a history of working with porn websites. So Mm. he started off with, like, cam websites. And um, that was all through his entertainment company Phoenix so I think even though he markets it as anyone can post anything and this should be an insight into someone you're a fan of's work I think he knew this was going to be a place for 
nudes and NSFW content. Something that kind of seems a bit dodgy, it's really, really hard to get any information on the parent company, Phoenix International. They have a publicist, but they very rarely give out any information about the company that runs OnlyFans. When there's a lack of transparency, I feel like in this day and age, everyone's kind of guard goes up. It seems like people have something to hide. Especially when it's someone that seems to be capitalising off an industry of marginalised people. Yeah, that has a history of exploiting Mm -hmm. women. So how does it work, you might be wondering? Because I don't have an OnlyFans. Do you? No, no. Basically how it works is you can subscribe to whoever you want for a rate per month that the creator sets Mm -hmm. and you can get like different tiers that offer you different things. So lower tier could just be access to their feed, which is like images and stuff. But if you pay more, then you can get like personalized messages, personalized videos, stuff like that. So what makes OnlyFans so unique is that you can actually build a relationship with the creator. Like you can message them depending how much you pay. If you pay enough, they can, you know, ring you up and ask you about your day. You Mm. actually have a bit of a two-way relationship with them, which is why when you can get porn for free everywhere, pretty much online these days, people do opt to go to OnlyFans for that relationship. And OnlyFans content creator Miss Harwood said in the New York Times, you can get porn for free, she said. Guys don't want to pay for that. They want the opportunity to get to know somebody they've seen in a magazine or on social media. I'm like their online girlfriend. If this keeps becoming normalized, like people have like their online girlfriends, what does that mean for like relationships in the future? Yeah, I know. People can just. Do they need them in real life if they're getting fulfilled online? Literally, if they can have like that connection, that one on one connection as well as the sexual stuff. Exactly. So here's where it gets interesting OnlyFans, which was created as a place to give exclusive access to celebrities or content creators, is now pretty much solely a hub for sex workers. And this is because unlike other platforms, OnlyFans actually allows this explicit content on their platform. So they do this with very minimal regulations. And this is where it'll be interesting to see if things change as it gets more mainstream. So OnlyFans offers this level of security that most websites and online services deny sex workers. First of all, a little bit of background on the porn industry. The internet's creation really fucked the porn industry because it used to be really lucrative. Like you could get five grand per video, you know, when you had to go and rent videos and stuff yeah. like that. Do you remember the naughty section yeah. of the video Yeah, I mean, stores? I was never old enough to go in there. No. But the internet came around and then sites, obviously like Pornhub and RedTube and all these platforms sites that just grabbed Mm. porn from everywhere put it in one platform and then put ads on the platform and banner ads and ads at the start of videos so they no longer had to pay the people in the videos because they were making money just because people were coming to watch them so that really fucked the porn industry and sex workers were no longer getting paid what they were owed then you end up with a whole lot of sex workers not getting paid for the art that they do or the craft that they do whereas people there's still that demand for it so sex work is known as the world's oldest industry yet sex workers are shamed they're underpaid and they're stigmatized in pretty much every Mm -hmm. aspect of their lives because of what they do and that is despite 
almost everyone wanting things from them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so hypocritical that sex workers are so looked down on when literally everyone watches porn, mm-hmm. or most people. It's such, like, a misogynistic view of this industry. It is. You know, like, people hate that women are able to capitalise off something that men feel like is owed to them. Yeah. So OnlyFans lets these sex workers who were either making absolutely no money for the work that they were doing or all their money was going to their managers who controlled their brand and everything. Mm -hmm. It really Mm -hmm. lets them take back their image, take back their income and basically be entrepreneurs for themselves. And all power to you. I think that OnlyFans is amazing Mm -hmm. for sex work. Giving them back the control. Exactly. And also, sex workers in the US were denied the stimulus check because their work wasn't seen as legal, even if it was consensual or legal in certain states. That's so fucked up. And that's another issue that we'll get to is the fact that sex workers had to move to OnlyFans during COVID-19, whereas celebrities didn't. Anyway, OnlyFans at this point has managed to keep it legal and safe for people to use their platform for explicit content unlike pretty much all the other social media platforms Mm -hmm. that we have right now so unlike similar subscription sites like patreon or even tumblr you remember tumblr used to be really explicit big sweep of like all that content was removed and i'll tell you why in a second Mm -hmm. so unlike all those sites OnlyFans is still allowing obviously not safe for work content under their policies which is why it has been become what it has become so yeah we saw tumblr remove all their sexual content patreon announced that they were suspending creators of adult content and even paypal have a really long history of refusing to serve sex workers or refusing to have their service for payments for sex workers this is because of donald trump Believe it or not. Of course. <laughs> I don't know how he manages to, to fuck Trump. everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a joke, but also, it seriously is all, it's all related to Trump. So, a lot of this, like Tumblr's removal of explicit content, is related to Foster Sister, which is the Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act and the Senate Bill Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act. So this was a really controversial piece of legislation that Trump signed into law in 2018, which meant that hosting ads for prostitution, whether it's consensual or otherwise, on their platforms was illegal. Publishers would be held liable for that content. So it's like if you were Craigslist and you had ads on your website for sex work, you could then be charged with sex trafficking. Do you remember in one of the podcasts we did about Facebook and Twitter how Trump was trying to sign an executive order to say that Facebook and Twitter had to be held liable for all the user-generated content on Mm -hmm. their sites. Well, basically that was Section 230 of this online act, and Trump, by signing Foster Sister, added a little amendment to Section 230 saying that platforms – because right now you're not held liable for all the user-generated content on your platforms. Like, we could tweet anything and Jack Dorsey from Twitter isn't going to go to court for it. Mm -hmm. But – If we tweeted something explicit about sex work, Twitter could be held liable for that. So platforms which are seen to have explicit content on them can be held liable for it whether or not they chose to publish that. Yeah, exactly. So basically, this was a major setback for sex workers because they could no longer advertise online, even on their personal Instagrams or anything like that. Everything was censored. Everything was taken off Tumblr. All their ads were taken off all the websites that could have possibly been showing ads for them. 
It also was a major setback in destigmatizing the work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because if by law you're not allowed to advertise your work, then people are going to think that it's dirty work. And Absolutely. So- this is really interesting for me and I wonder if it is for you because there's still a huge amount of stigma around sex work in New Zealand, but it's also, it's not illegal yeah. like it is in the US. So when we have posted in the past about sex work on our Instagram, I was shocked to see how many people... Actually, yeah, rallied against sex work and and saying that it should be illegal. When I look at it like this, like, it's always going to happen. It's like the prohibition against anything. Like, it's always going to happen. Why not protect the people who are in that industry? And everyone's using this industry, so take the stigma away from it. The people in power, I can guarantee they're fucking using this industry. It's the world's oldest industry. It's human nature as well. And so this law, by saying that all platforms had to get rid of all this explicit content, made life so much harder for sex workers to get work, to end the stigma, to stop getting looked down upon. So how is OnlyFans exempt from this law? So I did a lot of digging on this because I wanted to know why OnlyFans could do this when no one else could. I think one of the reasons is because they're not in the mainstream so much right now, which is why I'm worried about the future of OnlyFans because once they're in the mainstream, they're going to have all eyes on them and then they're going to have to comply with the with laws like this. Mm. And maybe it also has to do with the fact that It's about prostitution, and so right now this is just paying for content, but maybe if they started then escorting themselves out through the platform Mm. and it moved more into the real life, this act would fuck OnlyFans. But yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's not that mainstream right now. On their website, they say it's a place for chefs and fitness people. They don't say it's for sex work. Well, I have, yeah, I did read about that. It's almost like they buy into that shame around the sex industry by, you know, not refusing to market it in that way. But I wonder if that is strategic in terms of, you know, the policies around sex work. Exactly. This is also why there's no app because of Apple's restrictions about pornographic material, et cetera, et cetera. They obviously don't want to break the law. And then we get to OnlyFans and COVID-19, which was where we are today. So during COVID-19, obviously, I said before, sex workers couldn't get the stimulus check in the US. Um, They also haven't been able to do their traditional jobs, which do require an element of human contact. OnlyFans has kind of become crucial to their livelihoods. Obviously, as sex workers picked up on it, so did mainstream media, so did influencers, so did celebrities. It didn't help that Beyonce shouted it out in the Savage remix. Well, it would have helped OnlyFans' user base, but probably not the content creators on there that then have to compete with a whole new influx of Mm. people wanting to make money on the site. So just a few stats before we get to Bella Thorne. As of May in 2020, the site had 24 million registered users and claims to have paid out $725 million to its 450,000 content creators. And then also Tim Stockley, the CEO, told BuzzFeed News that in May, the site was seeing about 200,000 new users every 24 hours and 7,000 to 8,000 new creators joining every day. So... It was starting to get saturated. Yeah, Yeah. it's on the up and up. Yeah. But speaking of these new creators, Bella Thorne was one of them, wasn't Mm. she, Ruby? She was, and it made a lot of noise and a lot of people unhappy. So I'll just take you through what happened. 
Bella Thorne made an OnlyFans account and she broke a record and made $1 million on her first day. Mm-hmm. So that is an insane amount of money, the most money that's ever been made in 24 hours on that platform. When the news broke, she tweeted out saying, also, no, I'm not doing nudity. And this annoyed a lot of people as it kind of had this condescending vibe, you know, as if she was above it, as if like, there's no way that I'd lower myself to that level, which that's maybe not what she meant, but that's the way that it came off. Yeah. And Betcha's Sup writer, Irene Miro, put this into words perfectly. She said, it seems to me like she wants the shock value, the street cred and the glamour of being a sex worker while still making sure to let everyone know that she's not like other girls. So Exactly. Yeah, that puts it into words perfectly. There was obviously quite a lot of backlash from this. Thorne then came out and said that she was doing it for research for a movie she was making about OnlyFans, which on the surface level, maybe that's fair enough because actors have done crazier things for research right she's immersing herself in the experience however the director sean baker who bella claimed to be making the movie with denied involvement in the project oh fuck yeah he took to twitter and said earlier this month i had a conversation with miss thorne and discussed possible collaboration in the far future and the circumstances leading to her joining OnlyFans. On this call, I advised her team to consult with sex workers and address the way she went about this as to not hurt the sex work industry. This has been the extent to the involvement. So that made her whole research scheme seem like a full lie. Well, yeah. And then also, when you look further into this idea of her doing research, a lot of people are saying, well, if you really were, you wouldn't put your name to it. You would go in, make a fake account, see what the grassroots of OnlyFans is. That's not a real experience if you're a fucking celebrity having all these people flock to it. Yeah, exactly. So there was a lot of anger about that, Mm -hmm. but it didn't stop there. Things escalated when Bella sent out a pay-per-view message for $200. This is basically a feature of the site that allows you to charge subscribers to simply open and view a message. Mm -hmm. And given the nature of the site, messages like this imply that it contains nudity. Yeah. And there was also a screenshot shared around, which is allegedly a message between a fan and Bella, in which Bella confirms the photos from this message are nude. Basically, a lot of people, a lot of people, paid their $200, and when they opened the message, there was no naked photos. So she essentially did scam people. Yeah. And this pissed people off. Thousands of customers demanded to OnlyFans to refund their money. And that's 200 US, which is like, for any Kiwis listening, that's like 350 New Zealand dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of money to pay for something that you think you're getting and you're not getting at all. Shit hit the fan when following this incident, users realized that a number of changes had been made to the site. So the site now allowed creators to charge only $50 for exclusive content and cap tips at $100. Previously, there was no max amounts for either of these fees. That is annoying. That's fucked. Yeah. And they also changed the payments so creators get paid monthly instead of weekly. So the site updaters claimed that this change was not based on one person and just coincidentally coincided with the massive amounts of people that were being refunded after being scammed by Bella. And sex workers were understandably angry about this. Fuck yeah. Because I, when I was doing a little bit of reading on Bella, I read that 
Obviously, so many people were outraged with what she'd done that they were trying to get refunds and they really screwed up the back end of OnlyFans. Like, it wasn't working properly. Hence, OnlyFans having to change their policies. Putting in all of these policies. And it's basically that one kid ruining it for the rest. Yeah. And, I mean, the thing is, there are people who solely survive off of OnlyFans. It's one thing when you're in a job and you get told, hey, we are going to move your paycheck from weekly to monthly. You are able to prepare for that and you know how much is coming in. Mm -hmm. But like to just be blindsided by that and then also be told that you now get caps on how much people can pay for your content. Yeah. Like that. I always think that's out of OnlyFans' jurisdiction, like putting a cap on what they can charge for their own content. That's taking it right back to the issues that started stemming in the porn industry when someone was managing them. Yeah, and I think it, it has really uncovered a lot of these problems within working under a platform where... I mean, it has given sex workers so much control mm-hmm. and given them back their power, but then at the same time, they still do work under a platform that ultimately, at the end of the day, controls the policies. Another thing that sex workers were angry about was that these creators were getting lobbed into this negative stereotype that sex workers were essentially scammers. Yeah. Because since Bella Thorne was scamming everyone... It just, it gave a general, very bad look on OnlyFans. And, you know, these sex workers, they work so hard Mm -hmm. to create proper platforms Mm -hmm. for themselves and to create these relationships with people online. And for this idea that they're all trying to scam people because this one person did and it created such a big scene. That fucking sucks. Was really negative for them. So there was a lot of backlash and Bella took to Twitter to detail why she claimed that she was trying to help sex workers by being a part of OnlyFans. Uh, And this is her thread, which I will read out. Remove the stigma behind sex, sex work, and the negativity that surrounds the word sex itself by bringing a mainstream face to it. That's what I was trying to do. To help bring more faces to the site to create more revenue for content creators on the site. I wanted to bring attention to the site the more people on the site the more likely of a chance to normalize the stigmas and in trying to do this i hurt you i've risked my career a few times to remove the stigma behind sex work porn and the natural hatred people spew behind anything sex related i wrote and directed porn against the highbrows of my peers and managers because i wanted to help with the stigma behind sex I'm a mainstream face and when you have a voice, a platform, you try to use you in helping others and advocate for something bigger than yourself. Again, in this process, I hurt you and for that, I'm truly sorry. P.S. I'm meeting with the OnlyFans about the new restrictions to try and find out why. This is fucked up and I'm sorry. Comment any ideas or concerns you want to be brought up to OnlyFans and send me your links and a pic so I can promote you guys. Oh, Bella, you're such a saviour. Yeah, so this was met with a lot more criticism Mm -hmm. as well. Stephanie Michelle, a professional cosplayer on OnlyFans, told the BBC, Bella Thorne has no right to speak for us and could never know the daily challenges we face every day. That is kind of what has happened with Bella Thorne and OnlyFans right now. Just back to her thread, like her saying that she wants to make it more mainstream and wanting to help sex workers. First of all, you need to be a little bit cognizant that if you're a celebrity going to 
this platform, people are going to be paying to see you rather than these other people that have that, built this platform. That is absolutely the point. It is so much more complex than just this mainstream face. Mm-hmm. Again, Irene Mero from Betches Up wrote an incredible response to Bellathon's Twitter thread. She said, celebrities gentrifying OnlyFans and turning it into something different and more mainstream and less sex worker focused isn't going to gift sex workers with normalization. It's going to erase us and push us aside. You're not going to be our saviors by just showing up to our spaces and making more money for yourself. Which says it all. It is the savior narrative as if Bella is there to save everyone because she's famous because she's done in quote marks legitimate work people will give more time to it because then she's not simply a sex worker and i'm sorry sex workers were hustling they made only fans their bitch they worked the shit out of only fans before yeah. bella thorne turned up and then celebrities are there just to capitalize off what sex workers have made it to be she obviously didn't mean to do this i think she just it was a tone deaf thing to do i truly don't think that she went into it trying to hurt anyone but i think now she needs to understand that her actions are so much bigger than just going on and trying to have a bit of fun yeah i don't think she meant to hurt anyone i don't think she meant for the policies to change like they did I do think she meant to make a lot of money. If she really wanted to try and help take away kind of this stigma, why was she putting $200 per naked photo that wasn't even naked? Mm. Like, I don't think she's innocent at all in any of this. Yeah, obviously this wasn't her intention, but she made a million dollars in a day and she has so many other revenue streams that these women or men that are doing sex work on OnlyFans don't have. I think we can't even put it down to being tone deaf. I think it's really harmful And she's still sitting there with a whole lot of money. And I think also going onto a site like this just for a bit of fun, which we're seeing a lot of celebrities or influencers doing, like this is really harmful as well because Mm -hmm. it completely undermines the legitimacy of sex work. Exactly. Because people are just going on for a bit of a laugh because they're quirky, because they're risky. When, like, people do this as their full-time job and they work really hard for it. Another thing I read was through places like TikTok, there's been this idea spread that it's really easy to make money on OnlyFans. And that is also... Not true. It's not an easy job. It's not true. And it's, again, undermining that work as if you can go on and just make a quick buck and don't have to work hard. When people are celebrities, they can go on and make a quick buck because people know their faces. Yeah. But people have had to work really hard to work build their, their way, whole yeah, personal brand, build themselves up. They're like their own marketers, their own PAs, mm-hmm. they are their own photographers. There's nothing to say that you work any less hard in this job compared to any other job. Exactly. That when thinking about celebrities coming to the platform, that really just angered me the most is that celebrity. The whole concept of celebrity as an idea is about overshadowing others the whole idea that there is a celebrity versus a normal person is because of the pedestal that they're Mm. on and then they've come into OnlyFans and overshadowed the sex workers that have built it into the community that it is and now that it's come into the mainstream and it's seeming more palatable like the fact that we're doing a podcast about OnlyFans and it's something that people are talking about celebrities have decided to jump on that bandwagon Mm -hmm. and it's just like 
this is actually not a space for you to flood the swamp and take away from the workers that made it what it is. And it's just hurting them financially and, mm. and like you said, undermining their work completely for the novelty of being on OnlyFans. Like, yeah. even Cardi B jumping on it, she made it clear that there'd be no nudity. And it's like, well, why do you have to make that clear? Don't come on this platform that sex workers have built into this fantastic place where they can be their own, like you said, their own everything and make their money off a job that they're proud of and then say, oh, but I won't be doing nudity. Mm. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I have seen some sex workers who aren't against the more mainstream side of OnlyFans, like bringing more people on, but it's why mm-hmm. can they not, you know, shout out OnlyFans like Beyonce did. Yeah. But she's not then taking anything away from OnlyFans. Exactly. You know, make it more mainstream, make more people go to the site so more people pay for it so these women and, and men and non-binary people mm-hmm. get more money, but don't then take a piece of the pie and a huge slice of the pie for yourself. Yeah. Like that is the difference between like giving a mainstream face to this platform Mm -hmm. shout it out shout out some of the workers but don't take it for yourself because yeah like normal everyday people are never gonna get that same kind of clout that you will Mm -hmm. and be careful when you're shouting it out as well because i know a lot of sex workers are scared that making it too mainstream could mean that some of the policies that allow sex work to really thrive on there could they could be changed i was wondering if it could be a good thing having celebrities on OnlyFans and then I was kind of thinking maybe it could be for helping it go more mainstream but now I'm actually I'm more thinking celebrities have their platforms and they have their art and their revenue streams that's why they are quote unquote celebrities sex workers have their art and it exists on OnlyFans and a lot of them have been making good living on OnlyFans I think keeping celebrities out of that because often when if they're trying to remove the stigma they're going in there saying i won't do nudity and just building up that's the stigma. Of, to it. yeah exactly so i actually don't think celebrities should be on OnlyFans whatsoever i think i agree i think this issue is very complex but ultimately we have to do what is going to be best for these sex workers who are in this industry where the whole world is out to exploit them or take advantage of them or undermine them and they're the ones that need to be protected. Basically, if you want to do anything for OnlyFans, do it like Beyonce did it, don't do it like Bella Thorne did it. I guess that's all we have to say on that topic. Yeah, I mean... It's actually been a really, really interesting thing to look into and research and it's given me so much respect for the people out there hustling, doing their thing when the world seems against them. Yeah, shit, yeah. Like, imagine building yourself up on this platform and a celebrity comes along and kind of just fucks it up for everyone. Like, that is, that is not fair. It's not, it's not fair, it's not okay and it might be a case of staying in one's lane. Mmm. Anyway, guys, as usual, we'd love, love, love to hear your thoughts about this episode and about OnlyFans as well. And if you're a sex worker on OnlyFans, come and write us a piece or share your thoughts with us. We would absolutely love that. How have you been affected? Do you even care? I I would love to know. Me too. You can find us, as always, on Instagram at The Shit Show with a whole bunch of underscores or at Shit You Should Care About. On our website at ShitYouShouldCareAbout.com and our our Facebook group, The Shit You Should Care About Squad. 
Thank you so much for listening. Please leave a review if you liked it. Don't leave a review if you didn't. <laughs> we don't need to hear from We you. don't need to hear. <laughs> We're trying to create an echo chamber. <laughs> um, and share this episode on your Instagram stories. We love seeing where and how you listen. Thanks, guys. See you later. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.